Welcome, everyone, to the latest episode of the Here's Johnny podcast. It is I, Larry. Um, Justin is not here right now. He's not feeling very well, so I told him to take the week off. And on such short, on such short notice, I had to bring in uh, a special co-host. Um, some people may know her. Others may not. It is my wife, Lady Sylve, or that we be called by, or what do you want to be called? I don't care. I don't. <laughs> it's Devin, everybody. It's Devin! <laughs> uh, we are going to be talking about Cocaine Bear. Uh, no spoilers or anything. We went and saw it this week together. Um, I was a little bit apprehensive about seeing it. Devin was super pumped about it, so we'll, we're going to talk about that. Um... But before we get to that, we usually do, like, the horror bona fides with people, Devin. But you've already been on here and done that before. Ah, yes. So I thought it'd be fun if you described to people your spooky wall aesthetic. <laughs> or what your favorite kind of pieces are of your spooky collection. Your top three pieces. My top three spooky piece collection. In your collection. In my collection. Okay. Oh, man, that's a tough choice. Yeah. Okay, so number one is Lilith. You have to describe Lilith, because remember, it's audio only. <laughs> Lilith is my spooky doll. Um, so baby doll body on a stand, and she has a little little deer skull head with some, with some flowers, a little flower crown looking deal with some cute little brown pigtail. She's adorable. She's precious. <laughs> Probably my favorite weird thing that I have. Okay. Um, so, oh, okay, that's my second favorite. My first favorite is actually the piece um, that my mom created for me. Um, so she does, I'm sure you've talked about your Harry Potter thing here. I haven't, actually. You haven't? Mm -mm. Okay, so she does, uh, she's an artist, and she does a lot of, like, mixed media, 3D type things, and she did the... Uh, spooky tree from Sleepy Hollow for me. Um, so when I when I asked her for it, it was just you know the spooky tree. But she went all out. She put the headless horseman. She put all the you know the decapitated heads that fall out of the tree in the movie, and um, it's just beautiful. So that's probably my first. That's the number one favorite. So Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy Hollow. Lilith. Lilith. What's three? That's a that's a tough one. Um, I'm looking right now. Um, so probably my death head moth would be number one. So that's the first. Um, I guess I don't want to say like corpse. <laughs> I guess in a way it is. <laughs> um, but sort of the first um, like animal or I guess it's an insect sort of uh, display Insects are in piece. The animal kingdom. Yeah. As a zoologist, I know these things. Oh. Well, I will defer to the professional. So that's the, <laughs> <laughs> that's the first sort of like, I mean, because you got it for me for my mm -hmm. birthday. And that's probably the first item that I got that was a little bit different. Yeah. I, I, I opened a Pandora's <laughs> box. I did not know I was opening when I gave it to you. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of opened the door to, it's like, oh, what are these other possibilities of things that I can bring into our home? Um, so we're still on that journey. See how far you can push me. How far we can go. <laughs> All right. Well, that is perfect. But with that, I see no reason to dilly daddle. Let's get into the review of Cocaine Bear.
want to say, Devin and I are sitting here recording together, which is actually not a problem because we, we talk all the time, which, you know, spouses should. Uh, but you'd probably hear a lot of pitter-patter of our dogs running around us and scratching to get let up and stuff. So I apologize about that. I don't apologize. <laughs> so let's quickly talk about Cocaine Bear. I remember seeing the trailer with you in the theater because I dragged you to a lot of movies. Yes. I was not interested at all, and you were. Yes. I was in 100% from the very beginning. So mine is less interesting. I just didn't want to see the bear get hurt. I didn't think that was going to be a fun time. What drew you to the trailer or the story about Cocaine Bear? So, I mean, there was definitely... I'm not going to... There was a bit of a concern, right? I mean, it is concerning when you see a bear being, you know, subjected to, you know, drugs. And it, it's sad because they aren't capable of making whatever. So there, there was a little bit of that. But all of that aside, it felt like it was going to be a really fun, really... Okay, let's step back. Um, so I have always really, really enjoyed, like... Think of the old sci-fi movies, right? With like the giant ants and the weird bees. Then like, we reviewed it on the Yeah, show. exactly. Yeah. Like I absolutely love crazy wildlife killing people. It's kind of kind of one of my favorite genres. It's one of my favorite things to see. Uh, and it looked like it was going to be silly, over the top violent. The kind of violence that <laughs> the kind of violence that doesn't hurt you when you watch it kind of makes you excited because it's. Unlike the Evil Dead Rise trailer. It's totally different. Totally different. It's not torture porn. It's, it's wow, this is excessive and ridiculous, and I love it. Um, so that was that was why. It was excessive, absurd violence, which I love. Okay. Well, so everybody knows there will be no spoilers, so uh, you can listen to the whole thing. A little bit of background. It's a 2023 comedy horror film produced and directed by Liz Banks. Um, previously, she directed films like Pitch Perfect 2 and the Charlie's Angel reboot in 2019. It is based on the very true story that occurred in 1985 when an American black bear ate millions of dollars of cocaine. Uh, So the events in 1985 were where a corrupt Kentucky cop and lawyer turned drug smuggler, Andrew Thornton, flew on a smuggling run, dumping packages of cocaine all over Georgia before attempting to escape with nearly 80 pounds of it strapped to his body. However, the parachute malfunctioned, most likely from the extra weight, and Thornton fell to his death in Tennessee. Oh, that was true. On a residence driveway, yep. Ah, okay. 40 kilos of the thrown packages landed in a national forest and were consumed by a black bear who overdosed, most likely within a few minutes, dying from cerebral hemorrhaging and respiratory and heart failure. After eating what was then $20 million, now $25 million worth of cocaine. The lone exception of Thornton and the bear, no other casualties were ever reported from the incident. We have an ensemble cast here. Of Carrie Russell, Margot Martindale, Ray Liotta, uh, O'Shea Jackson, and Jesse Tyler Ferguson. Did you watch Modern Family at all? No, that's not my thing. Are you aware of anybody who's in it? No. Okay, well, he's one of the gay dads. Ah, okay. He in this movie, he so was I... the chubby, the chubby guy with who was Margot was hitting on the cop ah, ranger. Ah, yeah, okay, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I've seen like maybe ads for that but i've never watched you're it. not a sitcom kind of girl no, I'm not. except for fraser you watch a lot of fraser i didn't like watching fraser <laughs> <laughs> it was shot on a budget somewhere between 30 and 35 million dollars and opening weekend it made 32 million dollars wow good so it should do well yeah good. i like that so uh we usually break it down to four kind of categories i want to say something real quick of course did you uh did you know that they they taxidermied the bear 
No. You can see the original cocaine bear. That's disturbing. I didn't. So I didn't fact check this, but I heard that the original bear was taxidermied and apparently is somewhere in West Virginia and you can go see the original cocaine bear. Why would a bear that died in Georgia be in West Virginia? I don't know. So apparently, again, this is all what I heard from someone at work. Um, it was in somebody's private collection and then they ended up selling it to like a museum or something. That could be entirely false, but I believe people when they tell me things. So as far as I'm concerned. That's, that's good. <laughs> okay, so we usually do yeah. plot, cinematography, acting, and how scary. Okay. Uh, so we can talk about plot kind of in its very basic form to not spoil anything. Okay. Um, did you find that you were compelled by the narrative? 100% the entire time. I think the coolest thing about it, and I don't think it spoils anything, is that there was kind of like a feminist message to it yeah i was talking to um a girl at work about it and she was considering going to see it and you know i you know she's a mother she's a woman and it's it's cool to see a movie like this because this was not what i was expecting no and it's cool to see you know in a movie like this to see a woman portrayed as you know capable yeah i kept waiting <laughs> for like the meet cute for carrie russell's character yeah and it yes. never happened it was just her saving the kids i was this isn't a spoiler i was so happy well maybe i shouldn't say this Go ahead. you know there's that like the mysterious boyfriend never made an appearance yep he didn't save the day he wasn't yep. he wasn't around at all just I the name that. that they threw out there yeah it's like it's a thing that exists in her life because she's a person and she you know is more than i don't know you're safe here. This is a feminist <laughs> positive zone. But yeah, I, I thought the I thought there was a lot more to this plot than I was expecting. A, like almost every single character was flushed out in yeah. a way. It was nice, and I I thought the plot was way more than it was going to be. Yeah, um, I I felt like it was going to be like I I don't want to talk shit about it, but I th I'm thinking of like the Meg, for example. Oh yeah, right, like movies like that where it's just all cocaine bear, you know, all giant shark. But I feel like there were a lot of, like, there were a lot of subplots and there were a lot of, like, relationships and different things that were fleshed out and different characters were going through different things and that played into the way that they interacted with each other and with the bear, so. Yeah. Cinematography. I think here we can mainly focus on is two things. The bear is CGI, like, the whole time. <laughs> which, which to me, like, it was very obviously CGI, but I was totally cool with it because... My biggest concern was seeing like the bear get hurt, and so since it was it was computer generated and it didn't get hurt, it was really funny watching it do the things that it did. Um, then the gore. Do you want to yeah. talk about that a little bit? So I agree with you. The CGI of the bear never took me out of the moment. No, it didn't bother me at all. I I thought it was perfect. Uh, the gore was gory. It was more than I thought. It was. There's an ambulance scene that's kind of teased in the trailer. Yeah. And that went a lot of directions that I was not ready for. So I don't know um, if you have, like, physical reactions when you watch movies. Like, your body Depends. reacts. So, like, for me, when something scary is about to happen and you're about to get that stinger, I plug my ears. Mm -hmm. When I do, when something happens that's, like, exciting and gets my adrenaline pumping, I have to, like, sit in a crouch position. <laughs> and this movie put me into a crouch position. So that's, like... That's that's the best compliment that I could give it. With, with, like, the gore and the action, I guess. Like, the action sequences were very... They drew you in. They were good. And the gore felt more spaghetti western than, like, a saw. 
Yes. Yeah, there were no cheese graters. There was no scalping. (laughs) There was a lot of violence, but it was never like... Yeah. Brutal. It's like that silly stuff with like, um, gosh, bullet train and things like that, right? It's kind of violence that's just over the top and it's like, okay. Yeah. This is a movie. (laughs) Audio, who was your favorite performance? Mm. I'm really bad with actors' names. Okay. That little boy melted my heart. Henry or Charlie? Henry was the kid's name. Henry. Henry was probably my favorite. I loved that little kid like accent thing that he had going. It was just adorable. (laughs) So that's a good one, too. I think my favorite probably was O'Shea Jackson, the drug dealer who got stabbed uh, in the back. Ah, uh, like, yeah. Yeah. I love that when he, uh, like... There's a nice bromance <laughs> kind of situation that's going on. And there's Sorry. there's a game of 20 questions that resolve itself mm. in a really sweet way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, have, I mean, he looks just like his dad, but he was in uh, Straight Outta Compton playing his dad. Okay. And every time I see him in a movie... dad? Ice Cube. Oh, oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Looks just like Yeah, him. okay. Yeah. So, that, but I thought the acting across the board was great. It was campy in the way that it should have been. And I had, there was no one I didn't like. That was all great. Yeah, I'm trying to think of someone that I didn't like. I liked them all. Now, how scary? It really wasn't that scary. <laughs> Not even remotely. Like, because you aren't afraid of the bear and you nope. don't want to see the bear come to any harm. Mm-mm. And all of the people who do kind of get hurt all were kind of crappy in little ways it kind of reminds me of this might be stupid i'm sorry if this is stupid uh you remember house with no devil's rejects yes where like they're killing everybody but at the same time you don't really want them to lose oh like, i you did. know they're oh i did devil's rejects my <laughs> reaction to that in yours is very different <laughs> So I felt very similar to this is when I watched The Devil's Rejects, which is like, I realize that they're killing a bunch of people and they're not great, that also I don't want to see them lose the game. So like, The honestly, only time I ever did not want them to lose was the very end, and I think that's more Freebird than anything else. A Freebird does have that effect on people. <laughs> For context, when me and Devin first got together, uh, we were, actually we were together, we were just hanging out. Mm-hmm. She, uh... She had a movie poster for Devil's Rejects that was a mockery of the Last Supper of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Which was a thing over her dining room table. Yeah, it was front and center. Mm-hmm. I actually hosted a Thanksgiving meal with some of my aunts and uncles with that poster on display. I'm cool. <laughs> okay, so... We're at the end here. We didn't spoil anything. It's still in the theaters. The question I kind of want to ask you, Devin, is this a movie that people should see immediately? Immediately. See when it comes on home video or skip. And this is an immediate for you. You think it's worth the theater? Oh, my God, yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. I. What? Talk. I mean, I for me, I would. I think if I had seen the watched this at home later, I would have regretted not seeing it in the theater. I think no, I think you should go see it. I think you should go see it. I think it was a really cool movie. Highly recommend it to literally everybody. Yeah, like I said, I take your kids. I don't want to go that far. Um, I was afraid of the the animal violence, and I think watching it the first time, even though Rachel had told me that there wasn't any. Really, I think I was still afraid. It's because like I just really, really, really didn't want to see that. Um, so until the end, I was kind of like on the edge of my seat for that reason. 
I would like to watch it again, and I, and I, and I would watch the movie again, now knowing that the mm-hmm. bear's not going to get hurt. And I know that may not be a spoiler, but I don't care, because that was, like, my big concern. Yeah. I mean, that. I think that's, yeah. The bear doesn't get hurt. At all? Well, <laughs> it, bear, it gets hurt, but uh, it's... It doesn't die. But it doesn't, like, there's no blood on the bear. Yeah. There's no, like, like actual like, wounding to the bear. It's, like, yeah. very off-camera and then quickly recovering. Yeah. Um, okay. So we both agreed on that, which is fun. So we're going to play a quick commercial from a member podcast of the Kaleidoscope Media Network and then head on into the closing. Ghosts. Split souls. Monsters. Sociopathic villains. Cold-blooded murders and nightmares becoming reality. Does this sound like horror to you? Actually, these are all things that can be found in the Harry Potter series. It can be scarier than you might think. I'm Katie. And I'm Audrey. And in our podcast, Wizard Studies, we talk about all these parts of the wizarding world and even some more lighthearted stuff. We can be found anywhere you listen to your podcasts and on Instagram and Facebook as Wizard Studies Podcast and Twitter as Wizard Studies. Now back to your regularly scheduled horror talk on Here's Johnny. All right, uh, patrons, no bonus section this week. I have taken up enough of Devin's time. She's in mid-tax season, so she is being a trooper helping Justin and I out. Once again, Justin, please get healthy uh, and so you can come back. Uh, next week, we are doing Devil's Rejects. That's a forced entry <gasps> from Ginger. Not Devil's Rejects. going to be all messed up. The Devil's Advocate. Oh, I was like, can I come? <laughs> Sorry, you got me all messed up. The Devil's Advocate. I got things to say. Says <laughs> the Devil's Advocate, uh, which um, is a forced entry from Ginger. Um, that's it. Devin, any last thoughts? I know you don't have any social media. Any any messages for the fine listeners? Dante's trying to get to your lap. Ah, uh, come here, babe. Um, I um no, not really. Um, yeah, no, I realize that you take. I'm not going to say the things that I want to say. So, um, watch watch Cocaine Bear. It's a cool movie. Highly recommend. Uh, read more Monster Erotica. Um, are you stopping it? No, you're good. I was letting you go. <laughs> no, I have nothing more to say. All right, well, thanks for hanging Thank out. you for having me. I'm sorry. I guess that's what I should say. This has been a pleasure. I always enjoy giving my uh, really deep and insightful opinions. They were. Uh, they were great. Yeah, no, I, I, I know. everyone thanks for hanging out with us and until next time stay scary the here's johnny podcast is brought to you by larry and justin you can find the show on twitter at here's johnny cast and you can find larry at beaver la you can find justin at pickle thing and you can email the show at here's johnny podcast at gmail.com you can look us up on facebook at here's johnny podcast as always in the show notes you can find links to the discord and to the website we are also on instagram at here's johnny underscore podcast also in the show notes we'll have a link to the twitch and youtube channels and if you would like to support the show you can head on over to patreon.com slash here's johnny podcast every cent goes into the show and yeah we just really use it to make the show better again i just want to say thank you very much to our patrons Uh, you guys help make this possible but yeah patreon is the way we support the show we are looking to get rich and like justin said every dollar every cent it all goes back in there's some pretty cool tiers so head on look at that but until next week see you guys later